Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Last week I was sharing with you about the nine pieces of armor, uh, along with the nine pieces of fruit and the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, the number nine is used at least 49 times throughout Scripture, and it symbolizes divine completeness or it conveys the meaning of finality. It's interesting to note that Christ died at the ninth hour. And he died to make the way of salvation open to everyone. He completed what he was sent to do. And now he has left us his Holy Spirit to help us complete and finish what he has destined us to do. These nine pieces of armor and the nine pieces of fruit, along with the nine giftings, all work together in helping to complete us and others. I just want to share with you today rest of the information on here regarding this fruit and the armor and the giftings. You know, the armor equips, the fruit is to adorn, and the gifts are to edify the body of Christ. Now, I think many times we go through life and we don't uh, realize how important it is to put on the pieces of armor. And they are the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the word of God, prayer, watchfulness, and perseverance. Now, it's really interesting to note that all of the nine pieces of armor actually coincide and work with the nine pieces of fruit. And the nine pieces of fruit, I'm sure everyone is is, uh, familiar with Galatians 5.22 about the faith uh, or about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, beloved, as we put on the armor of God every day and we are commanded in Ephesians chapter six to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we are told to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the doubt of the enemy, which is the devil, because it says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And then he says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. And then he goes through and he lists all of the armor of God. And then we find that the armor works with the fruit and the fruit then as it is produced in our lives helps us to use our giftings. We are all gifted. You see, these gifts are not just for the people in the ministry, beloved. They are not for the ones that stand behind the pulpit only. They are for you and they are for me in our everyday lives as we encounter men and women that need Jesus Christ. So the nine gifts is wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy or preaching, discernment, 
tongues and interpretation. And I love the fact of how the gifts work with the fruit to produce the fruit in us. Uh, Excuse me, the armor as we put it on, it works to uh, help us produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And then as we produce this wonderful fruit of the Holy Spirit, we are able to walk in our divine giftings. Now, these gifts, I believe, are given to us when we need them. It doesn't mean that we have every one of them at every moment of every day, but it means that when we need the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because we have on the armor of God and because we are letting him produce his Holy Spirit in us, we will be able to minister at the time of need when someone needs it or even ourselves. So the last time we were together, I believe the last um, uh piece of armor and fruit and gifting I shared with you was the gospel of peace and then the fruit of peace and then the gift of faith. Now I explained that there is definitely a gift of faith. Everyone is given a measure of faith to believe on and be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. But there's also a gift of faith. And so I believe the last uh, program that I shared with you, it was about uh, the gospel of peace which means it's a readiness to go out and spread the good news of peace. It means that we are prepared, that we love telling others about the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, if you are in love with someone and they are a part of your life, you can't help but talk about them like we do about the spouses we love, the grandchildren we have, and the children that are a blessing to us. We talk about them because we love them and they're an important part in our lives. So should it be, beloved, with the Lord Jesus Christ. We should be ready to talk about him, to tell others about his grace and his goodness. Now we can with the Our feet, when it's shot with the peace of the gospel, we can go into the enemy's territory at times and bring peace to those who are in need of peace. We don't just relax in our tents, so to call, at home, but Jesus said, go into all the world and spread the gospel. In fact, it says how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, and who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. As we spread the good news of peace, the Prince of Peace through the Holy Spirit helps to develop the fruit of peace. And the definition of peace means a state of tranquility. It means freedom from disturbance or agitation, quietness of mind. It also means the presence and experience of right relationships. You know, when the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, reigns in our hearts and minds, we have peace in the midst of turmoil. And because of that peace, we can operate in the gift of faith. Now, the gift of faith means not just the measure of faith to believe and be saved, but it's the ability to remove mountains of difficulty when we are pursuing the will of God. It means that it is a gift given at special times for special purposes and crisis. It means that we believe God beyond a shadow of doubt and do not look at the circumstances around us. And we need to pray for this gift of faith. I I think I shared with you that one of my favorite um, 
stories is of George Mueller, a man in England who fed 10,000 orphans over the course of his lifetime just simply by faith. He never asked for funds. He prayed it in. He stood in faith and he believed. So that is what we are to do, beloved. We are to stand in faith. We are to believe for the impossible. In fact, this this uh, armor that we are equipped with and the Holy Spirit, letting him produce his fruit in us and then moving into our giftings. This truly, beloved, is what faith is all about. It's living it out day by day. And you can believe that this truly will be the faith you need to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor. 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast, where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.